Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You're listening to the callback with this week's guest, Lexi McDougall. And welcome to The Callback with me, Emma Bentley. This is the podcast where each week I speak to a different actor about a memorable audition. I'm an actor and a writer from the Midlands who's taken two solo shows to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, worked with the incredible Kit and Akin Theatre and has acted in several commercials. However, there are many jobs that I really wanted but missed out on, all because I've been in a bit of a funk. So, this is my chance to turn it all around and through reflecting on our mindsets in past auditions, work out what's the best way to get that call back. But yeah, so uh, how are you finding uh, current times as a actor? So I should say Lexi is an actor, but also a, a voiceover artist. Correct. Yeah. Um, I, it's been a roller coaster, I think for like a lot of people, it's been a roller coaster and I don't mean like a super fun, like super high and super <laughs> low one. Yeah. <laughs> With like upside downs and stuff. It's just been sort of like, oh yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Okay. This is okay. And then it's like, everything's horrible. I hate it. Um, I had actually, I was like, I had my first television role lined up for before mm-hmm. the first lockdown. Uh, and that oh is gone forever now. But that's fine because it means I'm employable on television at some point. So that's, at that's some good. Point. Yeah, yeah, we'll oh, take that as a, a positive. Yeah, it, I, it is. <clears throat> I did my last, because I, I used to write for a younger theatre, the wonderful mm. theatre blog, as, yeah. as you know. Um but uh yeah I did my last column the other day and I it was about the positives that I've taken from the pandemic and I said that uh yeah it's actually been it was actually at the beginning it was really great being an unemployed actor because Mm. it meant that nothing had got cancelled yeah and um and this is like a really like loose friend of a friend situation but I know someone who knows someone who was going to play Elsa in the UK Frozen and just and because Frozen was literally about to start rehearsals before the pandemic yeah um and oh like imagine that like imagine or anything like that where it's like literally a life-changing opportunity like um I just I think you'd have to really focus on gone yeah yeah no it's not gone it's not gone but just having to wait that long for it to happen yeah would be extremely frustrating that but caged that's... tiger sort of thing is really hard. yeah 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 I feel like the more 
I've been working on this podcast as well, the more, because I got into a mm. phase where I was able to sort of like watch stuff and just be like, oh, that's just TV and just be like, that's no biggie. But now I'm like watching things and being really like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> um, ah. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think, yeah. That it is. I mean, I also think now, especially because it's the springtime. I don't know. Well, I say it's the springtime. I mean, it's spring this week. Let's it's hope that stays. Um, yeah. But like you've, you, there is that sort of that energy of like things starting afresh. I don't know if you get, I'm definitely mm. like feeling that. And you're like, I feel like things are about to like, I don't know what things are, but I feel like something's going to happen. And that's such that's a good like, feeling. I love that feeling. It's the best feeling yeah. to sort of like ride that wave. But I think, I think it is maybe a bit with this sort of news that we're hearing about vaccines and like whatever this roadmap ends up being that we're hearing later today. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it does sort of feel like, okay, like is, things is happening. Yeah. I think that's a really nice, like, um, I'll try and maybe write some posts about how to get to that feeling of like something exciting is going to happen. But yeah. if you if you do feel like that, I think definitely like hold on to that and try and keep <laughs> it keep that little fire burning inside for as long as you can. Yeah, I mean, it. I, mine mine is often weather dependent. I find. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, massive. Yeah, huge. It's it's crazy, which is. Yeah, it would be, I mean, and, and people do, people are amazing, but like to be able to like kind of bottle that or, or find your recipe for feeling that whenever you like you mm-hmm. needed to sort of create it would be, would be amazing. So well done, those of you that can. I am envious. <laughs> wow, we'll see. We'll see. I think it, it comes in ebbs and flows, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, yeah, exactly. That's like the, the, the boring roller coaster is ebbs and flows, basically. So much it is. Yeah. 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 Last night I was feeling, went to bed feeling quite glum and then woke up this morning, email saying, you're going to be in a book. Great. Yeah. I'll take that. That's one thing actually in in terms of like sort of um, thought practices or or sort of like those things is like working on the idea that anything can happen. Like, Mm. and just allowing yourself to believe that anything could happen or anything new can change or like that sort of idea um I find that's really and because it is true it is totally true yeah a job can come out of nowhere you can like bump into somebody interesting on the street like junk changes all the time like that but you know when you get into that sort of more negative mindset you you, I think you sort of block yourself off to like just the idea that it could change in a heartbeat sort of thing yeah yeah like oh literally that would never happen to me but yeah Mm. my therapist like I had a I can't remember exactly what was going on in the session but it I had a session around that in my therapy and and I said something like oh I won't be able to do that until I'm 30 or I won't be able to do or that would never happen to me or something negative like that um and but she said like well it does happen to people and and I was like it really (laughs) made me go oh yeah like oh yeah of course so it happens to people so why can't that be you and like the more and I'm a people yeah 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 the more in your (laughs) head you're like that won't ever happen it's probably not gonna happen mate to be honest with you yeah I think 
No, I think that like the whole like positive thinking, blah, blah, blah. I think it's also just because like you're more aware if you if you're in that mindset that it could happen, you're more you're more aware of when it does happen or like yeah, the seeds yeah. of it or whatever. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, so can you tell us about this uh memorable audition that Lex? <sighs> yeah. I got really nervous when I got your voice note about like like <laughs> telling a story because I just have like remarkably bad long-term memory and I was like oh yeah oh, that God, really like, surprised me I think if you're yeah. being really like I don't know like no, microscopic like, on everything I can remember stuff quickly and I can like remember no I can't remember birthdays I'm just really good at like programming them in my phone but like <laughs> <laughs> but but like actual stories from my life I'm really bad at them and I was like oh gosh okay and then I was like oh, okay the obvious one is like drama school audition because I like I remember that one quite I mean, that was a huge, like, life-changing event because obviously I'm not from here and it brought me over here and was, and mm. I went to New York for it and that was, like, that was a whole thing. Um, but then in terms of s- sort of what this podcast is about, I thought of one, and it's going to be a short story because I don't have, like, loads of memories of it. But yeah, I do okay. remember, okay, so first of all, when you're not getting a lot of auditions, we all know every audition is then a big mm-hmm. flipping deal that, like, you yeah. often put way too much onto. It's going to be the one. <laughs> I'll do all the things. I'll show them how good I am for this. It'll be perfect. And then I'll get that contract and I'll be like traveling around for six months. It'll be fantastic. Um, so uh, I think you might know how the story ends. But so I had um, an audition I got an I think it was with a co-op at that point. And actually, I totally recommend, if there's any, like, younger actors or, like, n- newer ones listening to this, totally mm-hmm. recommend a co-op mm-hmm. um, just in terms of, like, seeing what your agent will be doing and what it kind of looks like from the other side. Like, it's very yeah. handy, very important. Um, anyway, so I think I got this audition, and it was for something. So I really like sort of um, – it was like a big trend for a while, like sort of gothic-y, black and white, like really sort of visually stunning sort of, um, but also imaginative theater where they're like, this umbrella is now a boat or whatever. Okay, yeah. Um, but in that sort of like macabre sort of sort of I way. I can think of a company that does that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so this was for something like that. And I think it was Edgar Allan Poe. I meant to look this up before the podcast because I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's American. Is he the American one? There's one that's definitely American. Sorry, I don't know. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, don't know books. I could, I could Google it, but I didn't. Um, anyway, I was like, okay, I can. T- I was like, this is totally my thing. Totally my thing. And like, I'm, I'm American and they'll, they'll be a, like, I'm not American, I'm Canadian, but American is how I make my money. Um, yeah. I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to totally nail this. And I think I either like got time off work or like, just like made time to not just learn the audition and stuff, but like make the audition. Cause another one of my favorite pieces of advice, which is a good piece of advice that I just like took a bit too strongly okay. is that like you're present, you're presenting your piece for them. Like you've made this, it's your art. Like mm-hmm. don't, don't do it, you know, to please them do your thing and like present it because you're happy with it. And if they like it, they like it. And if they don't, then it's fine. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm really, I'm going to like, I'm going to make this my piece. I'm going to do it. So I think it was a bit like, it was a bit poetic or like metered sort of speech. 
Mm-hmm. And I did a whole, it's so embarrassing now, but I did like a whole sort of like physical, because I think it was also a physical theater piece. I like choreographed a whole thing, which is not what they asked for at all. But like, okay. Go, yeah. Like really, I was like, I'm going to show them I am serious about this, that I can do this sort of thing. And then also I think it had like some quite like emotional extremes in it or could be interpreted as as emotional extremes. And so I went, I just went for it. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I went all in. I was like, I'm (laughs) committing to this. Um, It's going to blow them away. They'll they'll get people in there that'll be like, they'll, they'll, they'll be like, maybe they're really like, really good at it but it's all too subtle and I was like and I know this theater and it's big and it's and I'm just gonna go in there and show them I've got it and within like two seconds of starting because I started big start as you mean to go on I just like I was like they're horrified by what's happening I'm in this now and I just have to finished they were like looking at me like what the heck is this girl doing seriously (laughs) are you sure that's what they were looking like though well this is yeah I yes I was at the time but then also we've all had those auditions that we thought we just completely blew and then you get it and you're like I don't understand but fine um it could have been that but I was pretty sure they were like there's a lot of energy we weren't expecting coming at us right now so we'll put on our auditioner smiles and just <laughs> deal with this and but okay. like but you know like when you're in something and you're you can't stop it now you can't you can't yeah, yeah, go, now oh, you can't I'll just, just go back like, to reading it yeah yeah I'll just like demure demure it down you're like nope okay just gonna go through the whole thing and I think also what I think they were just like thank you very much for that okay great and you're like and I'm leaving the room now that's cool so, um, so what did they what did they uh, they just gave you some Edgar Allan Poe and said you know, perform it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it was like a, like a poem or a monologue or something like that. But I did in my head, I was like, oh, it's a physical theater production. It's this, that, and the other. So I'll show them. I can do all these other things too. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like a bit. And I think before I was in the audition, I was really proud of myself because that's not usually my style to like, you know, go all in really intensely yeah yeah yeah. and and I was like no I'm gonna own this this is like yeah 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 and then just that sort of like not even penny drop but bubble pop where you're like oh no I've got this all wrong I've got this all wrong (laughs) and I can't take it back um so yeah I think that's probably my most and I did feel I was really proud of myself for like owning it and like putting in that work and like doing all that stuff and then it just melts melts away (laughs) so quickly so I think I can see what the uh, outcome of this oh yeah no I I did did not hear back I think actually maybe I feel like I asked the agency to like follow up and be like, Hey, any, any feedback? Cause I wanted to be like, was, did that yeah. go as badly as I thought? Or was it like kind of okay? I just wasn't right for the part. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. But they didn't say anything. 
then no, they didn't. Actually, you know what I just remembered is that it was for a really small part that like probably didn't even have any speaking parts, but for the audition, you know how they do that sometimes. They like, oh, they're right. like, oh, just read something because we need to like see who and what you are. That's definitely what it was. I think the actual part was basically being a ghost and like walking around the backs of the stage, just looking oh. like ethereal. Um, okay, well, in that case, yeah, like I may be thinking they were like, this lady has got too many skills for this, <laughs> and they just. No, I'm serious though. Like, imagine if you were on a panel for, like, I feel like I did exactly the same thing as this the other day. Like, I applied for some, like, um, to run, like, some um, mental health and well-being classes, like, Mm. using theatre. And they said, like, oh, literally just send, like, a really short paragraph about ideas of what you did but then I had some free time as well so I was like oh I'll (laughs) make them like a really nice like six page thing on Canva and it's gonna like it looked all really nice and stuff and yeah and I handed it and being like I'm gonna get this because everyone else is gonna literally write a paragraph and I've made them a whole brochure like this is great and then we're like (laughs) we we decided to go with a different artist (laughs) But um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just told that story probably because I, I've been thinking. I probably I just I just want to get it out. Um, but yeah, yeah. But if you bring a I lot, just say, and now it's that just I'm... for something small, mm. then it's a bit like, well, you've already proven that you're not right for it because you've done more. Because <laughs> we know need I mean? something a bit. But yeah, 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 totally. But I think like your your canvas story, because now that I'm on the other side of things with like the theater and that, you get mm. to see submissions and mm. and um, yeah, when people are really earnest and got a lot to say, you're like, just chill your beans a little bit. Like that's a bit a lot, and it does right. make you like second guess that person's needs or intentions or that sort of stuff. And I think that, yeah, like, I want a very tiny part in your play so I can steal all the scenes with my <laughs> my magic choreography. Right. Okay. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the story. It doesn't have a cracking denouement or anything. That's just, that's basically. No, that I, I, th- I don't down talk the story. <laughs> that is, that's, we haven't actually, there's not been. We don't have a similar story to that right now either. And I think, yeah, that is, um, there's definitely something to be said. So I did like a a workshop this week as well, um, Mm. like a self-tape workshop. And um, I don't think she'll she'll mind. I'm going to credit her, like I'm going to say. So it was with Sarah Jane Butler, who is a fantastic Mm. um, acting coach. Um, with the monobox and she said as actors um we tend to either be dogs or cats and um mm. so a lot of us will go into auditions like I literally did the like <laughs> noise earlier on so I'm really excited to <laughs> be here and um yes I've prepared this choreography for you and uh, <laughs> yeah. and I know the poem as well and da, 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 which was you yeah. in that in that case mm-hmm. but she was just like just be oh, more yeah. cat just be more cat <laughs> so <laughs> so so yeah like obviously 
don't be a dickhead. Like, don't like slump back in your chair yeah, yeah. and be like, show me what you got. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why should I want to work for you? <laughs> yeah, but definitely um, there's no need to be... It's such a hard balance and I haven't, as you can tell, like I haven't really found the vocabulary to describe it. it. But mm. yeah, that's that sweet swat spot, not swat. And um, that's, sw- although you were a swat, Lexi, um, <laughs> a big old swat, learning everything. Um, yeah, the, spe- the sweet spot in between, like being like, okay, this looks cool. Um, mm. And, and, but not being like, I really want to do this. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it comes just like, because with auditions, but also like with stuff in life, I find, because I am on the other oh side of God. 30 yeah. now. And mm. like, it's just, it's that sort of confidence that you're like, yeah, I can't, it's not like, I can do this. It's like, I can do this. So I'll mm. do it for you. And I think we'll all enjoy the process. Mm. And like, that that energy is like you could be doing the same actual thing but it's just that change of sort of where you're coming at it from Mm -hmm. I find like yeah being like oh this part is perfect for me I'm gonna do this as opposed to like oh my god this part is perfect for me (laughs) I'm just I'm just I gotta prove it to them though like yeah 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 that's really cool. Have you got any um interesting um so so I should say Lexi is the what's your actual title? Is it ma- general manager? Or? Oh, um oh, it changes all the time. Like venue and operations manager, but general manager, yeah, I do that sometimes too. Okay, okay. So Lexi is the venue yeah, so and operations manager of the <laughs> Streatham space. Yeah, Stratum Space Project. So, yeah, and that's been that's been such a, I mean, a learning curve in so many ways. But also, as I mentioned, being on the other side of people cold emailing you mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or like applying for things and just, um, yeah, it's been, it's just been so interesting because you really appreciate when somebody is like succinct and direct mm. and confident. Yeah. But if they're like, overconfident or overwordy or too self-deprecating like you get a really quick read on people whether it's correct or not you you mm. take a quick read of people um based on like submissions and and stuff like that um and i think so being a person submitting stuff is mm. like i've you know so for a lot of the voiceover jobs like i'll write a quick cover letter to go with my audition and that sort of thing and now yeah, i feel yeah. super confident in how to word that and do that or like how how I want to come across in it sort of thing Mm -hmm. Um, can you can you talk us through that oh yeah sort of like um yeah obviously you don't need to just like give us all your tricks and (laughs) tips but like it's okay you're you're doing a cover letter for a voiceover job like can you do like beginning middle end kind of thing yeah I think beginning like so the jobs I apply for are usually American these days, this past year, they always want you to have home studio. So the mm-hmm. first thing I say is like, mm-hmm. you would 
you would assume because I'm applying for the job, these are true, but it's not always the case. So I would say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm a standard American voice actor with a home studio based in London, and I'd love to work with you on insert thing here. Mm-hmm. And then I find a thing a lot of people do is they'll tell you, I don't know, they'll tell you that they're really like great at, I don't know, variety shows. I'm just making stuff up now. Or they're great at this or they're great at that. And you're like, okay, you've said that, but I could also say, I'm a pumpkin pie. It doesn't mean I'm a pie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like, be like, you know, I'm I'm great with children. I did X, Y, and Z with, like, these kids. Or, or I've worked at X, Y, Z summer drama camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just make statements. Like, you have to back them up. And I don't want to have to comb through your CV to, like, figure that out. Right, um, okay, yeah. And then I think anything, and then in closing, just be like, so sometimes people don't ask for um, custom auditions for stuff. And I'll mm-hmm. be like, here's my reel or whatever, but very happy to do a custom audition. Here's also all my contact information. Put it again at the bottom. Because the thing is, like, we are so addicted to quick information now. Like, mm. your email might be somewhere or your website might be something also, we're all submitting electronity, electronically links, 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 links. Let, let me mm-hmm. click it. Um, that's because, yeah, now I've been doing sort of like uh, marketing mail outs to people I've worked with in the past to be like, hey, I still exist. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all like, click this. There's a picture. You can click it and go to my website. There's like, mm. don't don't lose any opportunity to, you know, funnel people into into your honey trap of CV or showreel <laughs> or whatever, you know. <laughs> Wow, what a place, what a place to end on. Don't <laughs> miss an opportunity to, what What was the, drag people? Into, no, not drag. I, I think I said send. Send, send them into the, yeah. I, I want to see it, it's like, because it's it, that goes very well with the idea of magnetism as well. If there's like all these mm. little things that you've put Making out there and they're just like, yeah, getting sucked towards you. It, It is. And don't, like, I just, I got an email last, on, like, Friday, like, late at night. This guy I had worked with, an excellent um, voiceover director. Some people aren't as good, and some people are amazing. And I did a job with him probably last autumn, maybe. And he was like, hey, there's a project coming up I'd love to submit you for. Is that okay? And I was like, "Uh, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't hear from him, like, basically ever I thought so I was like oh that's just gone fine got an email like late on Friday night he's like hey that's it's all finally like coming together do you want me to talk to your agent or do you want me to talk directly to you and I was just like oh well I thought that was gone but now here it is so I think just like keep putting those little seedlings out you never know when they're gonna come and sometimes I'll send an email that's like hey I still exist and I'll get like a job right after it which is fantastic but also Yeah, yeah um not the only way so just trust trust the process which is such a said thing but it's true yeah and it goes back nicely to the beginning of being like good things are coming like you just don't know when but they genuinely they genuinely are like yeah if you just put your faith in the universe yes be be open to them but um, I do like this gra- gratitude. Well, no, it's not a gratitude journal. It's like called the five-minute journal, six-minute journal. You can look it up online and it has the format like so you don't have to like buy an actual journal. 
and you do three things you're grateful for, and then you do three things. And I didn't understand this process until very recently. You do three things that would make today great. And that, and I looked it up and there's, there's a few more things you do, but I was like, I don't really get what that means. And the idea is just to get your brain used to being ready Mm. for the best thing to happen. That's really good. Yeah. I really like, like that. Yeah, it's and I didn't I didn't understand it forever, and I was just like being like, "What would be great?" And you're like, uh, a, "A job out of nowhere would be good." Or if like you you know, if I knew I was working with clients at the theater, I'd be like, a, a, "An easy and productive meeting or whatever." But just like it's just to get your brain ready to see the good things that are coming your way, which is nice. Yeah, I really like that as well because it's about moving with ease rather than mm-hmm. pushing for things mm-hmm. which is what mm-hmm. I think that's like if you're listening and you think oh this podcast feels a bit different to other podcasts about like achieving your dreams it's because like I really want that emphasis to be on not being like you literally have to like push so hard and like it's gonna take blood sweat and tears to get what you want and like da 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 like no I just want us to do what we love and just have a great life you know like and people do do that and then as well like even when it doesn't work out how you like when your dreams don't actually come true yet like it still makes life way nicer because you're just like you're not being like yeah oh my god I'm putting so much energy into this thing and it's not working out and da 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 you're like no actually I'm having a great time so whatever let's yeah. let it because you can like kind of let it flow with <laughs> with the audition thing but like even just as a person thing yeah you can tell when somebody's at that point where mm. they've been like I think we've all been in like acting workshops with like that guy who is clearly so bitter he hates acting now but is still yeah. here and you're like why D- why don't <sighs> go take care of yourself Aww. like this is obviously not fun anymore yeah. And it's not that it will never be fun again, but you've got yourself to like a negative place with it. And that's not, that's not where you want to be coming from. Yeah. So move with ease. Move, move with ease. ease. Be excited about the future. And send out succinct emails. <laughs> yeah. Hello, lovely listeners. I hope this finds you all really well today. Now, this might be the first episode of The Callback that you've listened to, or maybe it's the fourth or the fifth, um, but I wanted to just say thank you so much for supporting me, and there is another way that you can support me if it's something you are interested in being a part of, and that is my Patreon space for the show, which is called The Magnetic Actors. So here's the thing, I've absolutely loved making the podcast, and honestly, even if only one person had listened to it, um, it would have been absolutely worth it because I've learned so much and I'm feeling really equipped for when things start hotting up in the industry as the pandemic eases and I and I really hope you feel the same way too. However I just want to be completely honest with you um, that it's a huge amount of work for me to do as just one self-employed gal and it is really fun um, but it is a full-time job. So The Patreon is there so that I can continue making episodes and basically avoid getting burnt out and, um, yeah, just 
really feel supported in order to make lots more content for you guys and uh, yeah keep the conversation going about positive mindset so go check it out the link is in the show notes or on the link tree on social medias but most of all thank you so much for listening don't you just love listening to Lexi's voice um yeah it's just so expressive I love it you can see why she is such a successful voice actor thank you Lexi for sharing those nuggets of wisdom with us I think we're definitely learning throughout these episodes that less is more uh shout out to Sarah Jane Butler as well who does workshops with the monobox you can sign up to one of those if you would like to I'll put the link in the show notes actually um yeah that tool of reminding us to be less dog and more cat is really gonna stick with me i love that i love that piece of advice i was wondering if this week i could ask a favor of you all which is if you like this episode would you be able to share it with one person who you think would like it too um i think word of mouth is actually such a just amazing tool uh rather than you know all the social media and all that stuff which is which is great but I would love it if you know we could uh, get some more people listening to these conversations so thank you very much in advance if you have time to do that next week on the pod I talk to Charlotte Merriam a very good old friend and amazing actor um, Charlotte was in Christopher Hayden's production of Hamlet at the Royal Exchange and Peter Pan at the Birmingham Rep Um, amongst other roles that she's done we have such a lovely lovely conversation and it's really it's a really creative one where we sort of go a bit more into the nuts of bolts of just really getting into a role in an audition and as uh, Charlotte describes it she says it's like being a portal for the part Um, so yeah it's a great episode I think you're gonna love it so tune in So much love to you all and see you next week. Bye. The Callback is written and presented by me, Emma Bentley. It's edited by Karis Taylor. Artwork by Reyes de las Eras. And the title music is by K Minor. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.